My name is Fitz, and I'm the CEO of the Fitz Group. I'm glad you've chosen to listen to this week's excerpt from our weekly TFG Hotspot. Since early 2000, this weekly meeting has been a focal point of gathering the sales force together. This business can be a lonely business, and gathering with others in the fight is hugely beneficial. We have found that either the meeting needs you, or you need the meeting. This excerpt, entitled Tales from the Field, is the portion of our meeting where the top producers for the week share their secrets. And now, on to today's lesson. Here we are looking at the top five in fifth place. We have Jeff Adcock on the Adcock team. Jeff made 136 dials, 22 contacts, 11 appointments, sat on seven of those appointments, wrote three apps. Uh, all seven were, excuse me, got seven referrals. All apps, all the life, all the apps were life apps for 5,500. I feel like I need to start over. $5,056.68. Jeff Adcock, everybody. Good morning, Fitz. Um, wow, look at how many people are in here. This, this place is packed out. That's awesome. Um, I'm wearing my Texans jersey. Um, I'm very grateful that uh, my upline, Corey Thomas, uh, invited me to the game last night um, for some great seats and, you know, got to watch the Texans win their eighth game in a row. So that was a lot of fun. Um, Super grateful to be a part of, of this group here with the Allemans, with Mike and Michelle, and also a part of the Fitz group. Um, having Heather be real involved with these success groups has been great um, for all of us. And I want to say thank you, Heather. Um, you know, I had a couple of things I wanted to mention real quick because I, I want to hear from the, the top producers. But yesterday morning, I got a phone call and it was from the brother of a client that I wrote about a month ago, and he had just died. Um, I'd wrote a couple policies on this gentleman, and one of them got turned down, and I had a real tough time getting back in a hold of him, and, you know, he never answered his phone. So when I was out running business one day, um, I was like, well, do I just stop by? I'm probably going to get stuck in rough shower traffic on the other side of town. Um, but I did and, you know, I went to his door and ended up, you know, waking him up and a whole bunch of people in his house, but I wrote another policy, um, that got issued. So, you know, that little extra could mean a, a big, big impact on our clients lives out there and their families. Um, I didn't have a very high app count this week. I only had three that I managed to get submitted in time, but um, two of them came from, from one family and it was a mortgage protection lead. Um, they were late 60s, early 70s. And, you know, a lot of times you kind of prejudge them and I'm thinking, you know, they're probably not gonna be able to qualify. What am I gonna do? But I sat with them and, you know, as part of our going through the ATM, I asked about other policies that they had and they told me they had, you know, two whole life policies for final expense. And I asked to see them um, probably four times. Um, they finally went and got them and I went through them and showed them. Well, the main thing was I asked them, how did you get these policies? Did you see someone like me face to face um, or, or do a medical exam or did you get them through the phone? 
or the mail. And they said they got it through their credit union and they hadn't seen anyone like me, which it's usually not what they think. It's usually not going to be in effect for two years, which that ended up being the case. Um, they had passed up the two years, but what they thought was whole life was 10 year term policies that they were halfway through. <coughs> so it turns out they didn't have final expense. Um, so we ended up writing them policies that they could qualify for, um, which was, you know, two, two, you know, pretty full, almost, you know, as much as they could get, uh, final expense to use both for their final expenses and as mortgage protection in case something happens to one of them that, you know, the home doesn't go back to the bank. Um, it'll give them time to make decisions about what to do. And, and it was a tough, tough thing to have to go through and watch that, but that's why we, we asked to see these things. Um, you know, I had an agent say to me after I told him about this, that, you know, I've never, I've never seen a policy. I mean, I never had either. Um, Michelle told me to ask for them and I would get them and look at them and, and, and read them. And you know what they say, what they are, their term, if you know, they'll have an ending date, see if the price goes up, see if they went into effect, look for exclusions. Um, your clients didn't look at it. I never looked at an insurance policy before I started doing this. And I was pretty shocked to look at my own policies that I had bought um, years ago for life insurance. So um, just pushing that little bit extra can make a big difference, you know, in, in your production and also in our clients' lives. That's a, that's a huge point, Jeff, and I'm not going to let you go yet. I want to ask you a question. Um, I, I will say that if you're not getting the policies out, if you're in a home and the pol they already have policies and you're not getting them out, you're selling against something that may not even exist. You're going to have people go, well, I already have life insurance. So this is, you know, at the end of your presentation, this looks great, but I already have life insurance and I don't really want to buy this. You've been selling against something that you got to, you don't have it out. You got to get those policies out there. Uh, and if they don't have the policies handy, I, I always said, wait a second, you bought a policy? Yes. And somebody brought it to you, the insurance agent gave it to you and you don't know where it is? No, I don't. How's your loved ones going to find it when you die? If you don't even know where it is. We have to assume that because you, you, you can't just call out to the world, hey, my husband died. We need our death claim. Like it doesn't work like that. You got to actually call the company and process that. If they don't know where the policy is, how do they know who to call? That's a problem. So we're going to assume for the time being that you don't have a policy uh, and we're going to move forward under that assumption. So um, and that worked like a charm. I, I will emphasize, too, if you buy your own policy, it gives you a chance to study one and read it at least one. And then as you add to that, you know, by talking to different clients, you're going to get more and more policies out and, and read more and more. But uh, Jeff, how, what do you say? Uh, what did you say in that appointment to get those policies out um, from them? Well, the first thing is when they, um, um, you know, I, I've usually already gone through um, the types of insurance you know, uh, accidental term and permanent. And so I asked them, well, what kind are they? Are, are they, are they permanent? Are they whole? Does the price ever go up? I start asking questions about the policy to see if they, and they usually don't. But the main thing is I'll ask them, how did you get these? Did you see someone like me face to face? And if they, if they say yes, then I'm going to, if somebody came out and took blood or they had to pee in a cup or do a mouth swab, because that's going to tell me a lot about, you know, if it's fully underwritten. Um, but when they tell me, and most of the time, it's going to be, yeah, we got it through the mail. 
well, then I know, um, and, and I've actually already mentioned this when I go through the on death sheet that, hey, there's three ways you can get this stuff. You know, one is what we're doing here face to face. And I said, that's half of what the insurance company is looking for. I can tell them you're alive. The other way is to do this and do this medical exam. Um, the third way is what a lot of people do is they get it through the mail. And those policies are really not what you think they are. Um, they're the most expensive. They have the least benefits. And I mentioned the companies, Colonial Pen, Globe Life, um, AARP. Um, and, and half the time, these are the ones that they have. And I don't want them to feel bad. I'm going to tell them, look, you know, first off, it was great that you, you got these. You know, it's how are you supposed to know that, you know, you can't get a good policy that way. She told me, I wish I'd met you 10 years earlier. I, I wish you had too. You know, do you have any family <laughs> that I can sit with? That's good. That's real good. And, you know, it's something this important. Uh, I know that uh, back in 99, everybody was concerned that dot coms were going to get rid of car dealerships and get rid of malls and all this sort of stuff. And, and certainly uh, buying stuff online has, you know, it, there's, a, there's a real market there. But I, I just, I don't know. I don't want to trust the financial future that I have that I can't do anything about because I'm dead. I don't want to trust that to my understanding, you know, and I think a lot of, a lot of consumers don't want to trust that either. They want to trust a professional uh, to help them set it up. So Jeff, great points. Well done. Thank you so much. Hey, one other thing I want to add to My beautiful wife, Katura helped set about half of those appointments too. So um, I think the one that, uh, that I got those two was one that she set. So um, great job. She met her goal for her success group in getting me five appointments this past week. Boom. Cause she said, I saw that. I saw the chats on that. She's been hitting four, four, four. And then she's, I'm going to get five. That was her goal. And she did it. And uh, that's a really important shout out, Jeff. And it's also a really important uh, note about the success groups and the effect they're having on everybody. That one more appointment, who knows what's going to end up happening in, you know, in, in just doing that one more. So uh, well done. Now I'm gonna give you applause. <laughs> We heard from Megan earlier about Hassan. Uh, I'll just recap that uh, those two apps were off of uh, family that he, that he wrote, right? Uh, $6,730. I mean, you know, it's, it's not against the rules to ask family if they need insurance and to really look at what they've already got. Potentially, they, they, they've got 10-year terms. They think it's whole life policy too. Uh, so not against the rules to look into that. Um, well done, Hassan. Give him another hand. Michelle Alleman uh, on the Alleman team, 89 dials, 11 contacts, eight appointments, seven sits, eight apps, 40 referrals. Guys, every week we see her referral number is huge. There is a real secret there. I hope everybody is paying attention to it. Uh, the referrals are huge. 80 life apps, <clears throat> excuse me, for $6,837.12. Michelle Alleman, everybody. Good morning, everybody. Gosh, we have a room full of winners in here today. Okay. That should work. Okay. Good morning. Good morning. Uh, yes. Um, this, week, this week uh, was, was, a, was a good week, um, considering the fact that I didn't start working until Saturday morning. <laughs> that appointment Saturday morning for Saturday afternoon and Sunday afternoon. And then set uh, a couple, you know, and a couple more for Monday. Uh, 
So, hey, uh, one of the things I want to point out and give you guys a tip that uh, I did a drive-by this weekend, and she almost didn't let me in the home. She said, I'm really not feeling good. She said it a couple of times, and I said, no problem. It's only going to take me 10 minutes here. Um, I know this is important to you. I need to close out your file. And she let me in, and 30 minutes later, it was a $60 a month sale. So, you know, how many times are you pressing people when they tell you no? It's, the di it's that one degree of difference. I love that book. Um, I think um, it's called The Boiling Point or something like that. It's um, the difference between not boiling and boiling is only one degree. And so just I want to encourage all of you during this time of the year where you're going to get a lot of objections to sitting down with people because they are very busy. Just keep pushing gently. How many times are you willing to continue to ask for the appointment after they say no? I know Jonathan right here does it about five or six times every week on the phone. I mean, when he's on the phone with one person. You know, we just do that. It's part of what we do. I just encourage you to get good at that. What, what Jeff talked about was gold. Um, seeing those policies is the only way you can help someone. And my new agent, Wendy, this week had the same thing happen. The lady, she, lady told us she had a million-dollar policy on her husband, and she was paying $210 a month for it. Mm. And they got it pulled out. Guess what it was? A 10-year term. A 10-year term that we could give her for 40 or $50 a month. Yeah, I am not even kidding you guys. So don't let what people tell you scare you. They're wrong. They have no clue. Don't believe them. Only believe what's written on the paper. I mean, drop the knob, drop the mic. I mean, seriously, he's going to do probably $800 a month in premiums because she was willing to call me and she was willing to make that lady get that policy out. Otherwise, she'd have been walking out the door. Hello, you guys. It's important. Anyway, I, Thanksgiving, that's my tip for today. That's awesome. Give her a hand, everybody. <laughs> you know how, uh, you know, you know you, people that you know really well, you know, have you gotten to the point with those people? You know those people that you've gotten to the point with, you can just predict what they're going to say. So, um, this, uh, this past Friday, uh, my father-in-law and I, with my two sons, went and played nine holes of golf. And on the first hole, my, my oldest son, it was a par three. It was a little par three course. On the first hole, par three, he got a 13. You don't have to know golf that you should be shooting a three, and he got a 13. That's not a great score. And his little brother got a nine, okay? They're not good at golf, right? It's, it's a new thing. So we come home, and, uh, but, but Joseph ended up winning, beating his brother by four strokes for the nine holes. And so we come home, and they're telling this story to mom. Like, yeah, I got a 13 on the first hole. And Zachary's like, and I got a nine. And Joseph said, 
He got a nine. I, I got four strokes more than him on that first hole, and I still beat him by four strokes. <laughs> I just started laughing. He said, what? I said, I knew you were going to say that. I just knew you were going to say that competition inside of him wasn't going to let that one go. So when Michelle gets on this morning, I knew, like, wow, I only worked these many days because Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, she was busy. Uh, and she's so competitive. She's so – I knew she was going to say that. Like, that was, that was funny. But it's a good point, too. She didn't work a full week, and she still managed to, to do well. Um, <clears throat> but as she was talking, as Michelle was talking, I pictured my kids asking for things and, and asking unrelenting. Like, I, I, our daughter, Kate, is, is masterful at this, and we're trying to get her to stop. But I, there's something inside of me that doesn't want her to because when you get to be an adult and you're in sales, you can make a lot of money by continually asking. Has anybody ever witnessed a kid asking for a balloon? Can I have a balloon? Can I have a balloon? Can I have a balloon? No. Can I have a balloon? No. Can I have a balloon? No. Can I have a balloon? Finally, the parent goes, fine, I'll get you a balloon if you'll shut up. Can I have a two? Can I have two balloons? No, I gave in and now they're asking for more. If we won't forget that, if we will just act like children in asking those questions, when you get the no, ignore it. <laughs> like, at the end of the day, 10 years down the road, Mr. Dies, and you're delivering a death check to Mrs., are you really going to feel bad about pushing in the appointment? Are they going to be upset with you for pushing in the appointment? They're going to thank you for being so persistent. They're going to thank you for driving by and not taking no on the phone and not you know, ignoring that they're not answering the phone, just driving by their house and running the appointment. They're going to thank you for that. Uh, so that's a huge point, Michelle. Heather is asking me to ask Michelle, Michelle, what do you do when people call to cancel their appointment? They thought I was done with them. Not hearing it. Okay, I never answer my phone. And I don't get my message. It's that simple. And I go to the door and I say, I'm here for my appointment. And they say, oh, did you get my message? I said, no. I've been so busy. I've been, I'm, see, that's why I'm late right now. I don't even have time to get my messages, much less. So, but I'm here, you know. And so just you've got to start not answering your phone. It, it's going to happen, and it usually happens right after, like, the day after you set the appointments or the day that you set the appointments. So if you just remember to not answer the phone on those days, that will be, like, golden for you, that you will make so much money. And um, that's it. I mean, it's that simple. I mean, just, just try to keep life simple, you know. Go to the appointment. They might reschedule with you or they might not see you at all, but you have about a 60% chance of seeing them and making a sale. Now, are you willing to do it? That's huge. <clears throat> that's, that's, uh, that's huge. And so if I'm hearing you right, like I'm conditioned when my phone rings to answer it, Michelle. So do I just need to stop answering my phone when I'm running appointments? just need to stop it before I bury you alive in a box. 
<laughs> I mean, I get really upset with my agents. I try not to get upset with them individually, but I'm just telling you as a group that we talk about this stuff, mm. but they do the same doggone thing. And I'm like, you want to be teachable? Is this what you call teachable? No, it's <laughs> not teachable. Okay, stop answering your phone. <laughs> Nobody is going to, I mean, if somebody's dying, your mama or your sister, your call you, and you can answer that because you have them in your phone. So you're saying I can answer it if it's Heather calling, but otherwise, no. Right. Answer the people that you know, <laughs> of course. I love it. That's a huge tip. And I, I don't know how many first time producers I've heard out there running appointments and I'll talk to them the day after. I go, how did the appointments go yesterday? Well, I was running, going to this appointment and the client called and canceled. And I said, you answered the phone? <laughs> you don't answer the phone. I, I never, I mean, I never answer the phone on unknown callers. Like if, if it's a number that's not in my phone, I never answer that. They can leave a message and I'll check it later because I don't know you. And I've got like 4,000 contacts in my phone. If it's not popping up a name, I don't know you um, yet. I'd like to. Anyway, <laughs> well done, Michelle. Thank you for that. Thank you. All right. Second place, San Antonio, Texas. Abel and Judy Verastigi, the Verastigi team. 69 dials, 11 contacts, nine appointments, seven sits, six apps, nine referrals. All six were life apps for $7,159 in premium. Give them a hand, everybody. Abel and Judy. Hey, good morning, everybody. Abel and Judy Verosky, direct to the great Heather and Fitz Fitzgerald. Uh, tough week, but I'll tell you what, uh, just to back up Michelle there, uh, we, we weren't uh, talking last week, but we had a, the, the turn-in we had was an individual that while we were sitting in the house, we got her text to cancel. And we wrote her up. So, hey, they're going to buy. That's why they're they're texting or calling to cancel. So when you get that, get excited. Get out there, and you'll probably see a no soliciting sign on the door when you get there. And uh, like the the sun, we were there earlier. That was funny because the guy, she wasn't even there at the appointment time, and the son was there. And then when we went back, the son was out doing the yard, and he went and told his mom, "Hey, mom, the Mary Kay lady's here." <laughs> <laughs> had Judy with me that day. That worked. We got right in that door. I was great. <laughs> but uh, yeah, the, this week was a perseverance, guys. Uh, it was tough because of the holiday, but uh, we got one on Wednesday uh, afternoon, which was unexpected, which was a small one. And then Saturday, we went out and got, uh, you know, a pretty good sized one. But yesterday, uh, I, I give my wife a lot of credit for just persevering. We've been really hitting clients up, uh, conversions. If you don't know, we it's been a while since we talked to them. When you can show somebody value, uh, and for those of y'all that went to some of the workshops here recently, tax-free retirement uh, that uh, were coming around, hey, we picked up $308 in, a month in premium from a client that we've been trying to do a review with for like three years. And uh, we get, get out there, we find out that, uh, I mean, this is a, a doctor uh, client of mine that we haven't been able to get him covered. He had some is issues, but he's over them. Uh, Alabama graduate, so it was a good thing because, you know, Alabama whooped some booty this past week. 
And uh, he was he had made a move. Uh, he was living out in a very prominent area called Fair Oaks, but now he's living in uh, what's called the Dominion here in San Antonio. And uh, for those of y'all who are familiar with San Antonio, Dominion is like the who's who basketball players, uh, you know, all the uh, George Strait, they live there. But uh, get to this guy's house and Case had 12s there, which is our news, local news. And uh, turns out his wife has started a business with foster children, uh, helping to find homes. And uh, they had an issue with a uh, parent that uh, ended up, CPS ended up giving the daughter back to her. And then the very next day, the daughter was found uh, basically murdered. So uh, they were doing a story on that. But uh, sat there with him, showed him the value on his wife's, uh, you know, she's got 250000 term policy, showed him what, what it looks like if he changes it to smart. And uh, over the next 30 years, uh, he liked that fact that uh, he's going to pay about 96000 into it. And uh, if he wants to get out of it, then he'll have 98000 If everything stays about the same uh, in the future. But he likes the fact that it's not one that's going to terminate. Uh, he didn't quite understand what term meant. And I said, well, term just means it terminates in a set time where you, and you can renew it, but usually the renewal rates, and I showed him in his wife's policy, yeah, you don't want to be paying these rates, you know, 15 years from now when it renews, you know, you'd almost have to requalify and God forbid something was up with her health. So he said, no, I'll, let's just go ahead and do it. And then she came over and of course she just agrees. And uh, the rest of the time was dream building uh, in this guy's home, which is uh, just uh, unbelievable. Uh, you know, got the glass all the wrap around. You can see the Camp Bullis Hills, and they were running some runs back there. They do bombing runs back there. They're all simulated, but you can hear like bombs going off. It's interesting, not real loud, but enough to know what's going on out there. And, I, and he's got a, a man cave with uh, Alabama, Bear Bryant, uh, all the stuff that he's got. So, guys, that's what's out there. I mean, you stop and think there's people working a whole month, and they're not going to make. Uh, what I went out there and made in a, you know, an hour and a half visiting with clients, having a good time, you know, and uh, I've uh, been told by my new pastor here that uh, if you're, if you're in your joy, if you're doing what you like, there's going to be blessings. You know, it may not look like it, you know, this weekend we ran down to the Rio Grande Valley. Uh, I went to the rental car. They didn't have the rental car that I had reserved. The only thing they had, and a lot of you would be excited was a Camaro RS convertible. And, you know, he'd be, oh, man, that's awesome, you know. And now I can appreciate what Andy talks about when he's driving that Lamborghini. You know, it's not no Lamborghini, but it's got a lot of power. But getting in and out of that darn car and weight, stiff suspension, it beat the hell out of us. <laughs> but we sure did look good going down the road. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, Thanksgiving, uh, we met an individual. Uh, the family, as you know, we're going through our first year without my brother-in-law. And so it's been very stressful. And you know, trying to keep my, my in-laws, you know, the mood, you know, elevated. But we met a, a lady, uh, our waitress. She's an insurance lady. She's doing this waiting tables just to try to get by because she had her general agent do her wrong. So if you're out there doing what you love and you're talking about it, not only are you going to find recruits, but you're going to find sales too. And uh, referrals, I mean, you do the job, they're just pretty much giving us, you know, you put that, the ERS, emergency response system, for they're going to ask you, what is that? I said, oh, well, before I forget, let me explain that to you. And they got their cell phone right there, just said, pull up your contacts and uh, let's start going, let's put some names on that. And uh, that's how we got nine referrals. I just did that. So it's, uh, 
It's a great, great system we have. Use all the tools. We're going into 2019. I honestly believe there's going to be some new millionaires, people on million-dollar run years. It's, it's going to be an awesome year, guys. Get your part of it. It's there for you guys. That's Get great. Give me a hand. Well, I got I to gotta ask Abel, um, and I know we're running over time and we, we want to talk to Marty, but I do want to ask about conversion because there's maybe people in the, in the room or on the call that are new to the insurance business. They don't know what conversion is. Uh, can you real briefly explain what a conversion is? Yes. Uh, on your term policies, uh, and this is available through basically just about every policy that we uh, sell, uh, they can take that term policy and without any proof of venture, I mean, they don't have to look at their health or anything and they can convert it over either the whole face amount or part of the face amount to either a universal life or a whole life. And another conversion we did uh, in this tournament was a small one was a child rider. And uh, that was uh, Mutual Omaha does a great job on uh, people that have child riders sending them out a letter right before that child rider is going to expire, explaining the, the benefit of converting it to uh, permanent coverage. So especially if you're out there doing your reviews and your client has had a change in their health and they're in a term policy, that needs to be converted to permanent insurance because they're not going to be able to get good coverage at a good rate in the future now because of their health. So take advantage of that. And then you can even use that as, hey, what if? I mean, there's 90-something percent are going to suffer heart attack or stroke sometime in the future. So use that to your advantage. It's going to give them a lot better value and it's going to give you a lot better payout as far as your commissions because the premiums are higher, but the value's better. That's a good point. And that's, again, like it, conversion is taking a, a temporary policy, a term insurance policy and converting it into something that's more permanent. It's going to last uh, for a long time. You can't convert a forester's policy into a mutual of Omaha policy. <laughs> they, don't, they don't do that. It has to be same company. Uh, can't can't cross companies. It seems simple, but uh, I know we have new agents, uh, new to the insurance business on the team, and I just want to be real clear with them. Thank you, Abel. Well done. <laughs> Only one number one. That's fine. Yeah, I'll move it. Number one, we got Marty Doge with 80 dials, 18 contacts, 15 appointments, 10 sits, uh, 20 total apps this week, 22 referrals. All 20 were life apps for $10,495.08. Marty Doge, everybody. Good morning. Oh, wrong way. In case you're not learning about your agent levels. Hi. <laughs> Hello. Yeah, I like that better. You don't see this general area, so that's good. Uh, my name is Marty Doge. My wife, Diana, and I have been a part of the Fitz Group now for uh, eight and a half years. Um, and I'll make this short and sweet, but I, I want because we just had Thanksgiving. So what I'm going to say is going to be relevant here in just another couple of weeks because Christmas is coming. And so uh, I've always had my best weeks on the holidays. It's, it's weird. I don't know why or how to predict it. I guess it's because I still make phone calls. Uh, my first 10K week was uh, Mother's Day weekend. Hmm. My second 10K week was Father's Day weekend. So I was just kind of like, I don't get it, but I'm going to keep working. Um, but Jeff hit it on the nail for one of the things that I wanted to talk about going and getting their policies. Uh, I am covered in, in three different homes that they, two specifically, both had 10-year terms through New York Life that they were, one was three years in and one was seven years in. And they were like, they're permanent policies. And I'm like, and all I did was this. 
like you can't see me. I just I just pointed down and I said, no, ma'am, it's seven or you got seven left or no, sir, you got three left. Um, you had to do it. You had to show. The I wouldn't gut. ask so they could see that where you're I'm walking three miles every morning <laughs> on the way out. Um, but I would not have known that if I didn't. We stopped what we were doing. I was like, let's go grab him. I don't know where it is. You want my help? Like, I'll go snoop it in your house if you want me to. But if you want to go get it, I'll do some stuff. But um, if I wouldn't have done that, like Fit said, I would have been competing against a figment of my imagination. I don't even know what they would have had. Right. Um, but the, uh, the, the app count is just from something I needed to be doing in the first place. I'm like, what about the kids? And I do it just like that. What about them kids? And they're like, what do you mean? I'm like, 10,000, 20,000, 50,000, what do you want? They're like, what are you? I'm like, lock it in, get it. Mm-hmm. And they did. And so that I had one, two, three, four, five, six, seven kid apps. So it adds up. It was over between all of them. It was about a hundred dollars worth of worth of production. So there's 1200 in AP, $600 in commissions for a new person. Just for asking, just what, for saying, what, what about, about the kids? And so um, go into the holidays, understanding that I like Christmas and I will take time off. Like Michelle, she dialed on Saturday. I was off Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. I dialed on Friday and ran appointments Saturday, half a day, Sunday, and yesterday and was able to get this production. So come into Christmas, understand it's one day. If you want to take time with family, if you're, if I've, I've already been talking to Diana and some other people, I want to figure out how to get a yearly trip where I'm in a mountain somewhere with snow, like the movies, like I won't be doing something like that. Take the time, plan accordingly. And make sure that with the freedom that you get in this business to be able to schedule your own schedule, put it in where it needs to be put in and pay cash for Christmas. I know that we, we scream that week in and week out, green Christmas. Don't go into debt, work, pay cash. Well said. Well said, well said. I agree. Pay cash for Christmas. What about them kids? What about them cowboys? Sorry, I had to throw it out there. <laughs> We're very proud in Dallas uh, of beating the Redskins. Always happy to beat them. Um, <laughs> but, Marty, that was well said. What about them kids? Um, people don't realize they need to cover their kids. You have people come back and say, well, I don't want to profit on my child's death. No, that's morbid. Who would want to do that? That's disgusting. But when your child, if your child dies, A, if your child dies, do you really want to go back to work the next day? Uh, do you really want to finance their burial? <laughs> and and B, let's just assume they're not going to die, right? Wouldn't you like to lock in their insurability? They're insure, they have insurance for their whole life, no matter what happens now. Uh, you got it taken care of. That's a big deal. Uh, I tell a story all the time when it comes to kids. Like my sister, uh, her youngest son, her youngest son, who's now 17, when he was about five or six, he got bacterial pneumonia. And they didn't know what it was. And he was in the hospital for 30 days before he came out. She used up all of her paid time off. Uh, people at work were donating paid time off to her so she could be at the hospital with her son. And it turned out well. What if it hadn't? What if he died at the end of that 30 days? She's got no paid time off left. Is she really going to go back to work the next day? No, no. It, it, getting insurance on the kids makes total sense in a, a million different directions. So thank you, Marty, for that reminder. All right. I think we are done. Um, (laughs) Yes, indeed we are. Can I help you? Sure would like to. If you're an agent with us, please go to timewithfits.com. That's timewithfitz.com to schedule a time when I can help you directly. Just pick a topic, pick a time, and we'll meet. If you're not an agent with the Fitz Group, I encourage you to go to thefitzgroup.org slash contact.
contact. Again, that's thefitzgroup.org slash contact and send us a message. See you next week.